Five Foot Three Podcast. We're going down Heart Lane today. The fray. Let's go. Does everyone remember this album from The Fray? Some of you listeners may be too young to know, but this, this, this artist, this group, legendary, absolutely legendary. I mean, songs like this. I guarantee you, in every single, every single. Type of heartbreak type playlist. This song is on there.、Uh, guarantee it. Absolutely guarantee it. This song is on there without a shadow of a doubt. I don't know why, but it is a really good song to be honest. She goes left and you stay right between the lines. Such a good song. Where did I go wrong? I lost a friend somewhere along in a bitterness, and I. Five foot three podcast, ladies, gentlemen, young and old. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of my podcast.、Um, we've got a couple topics to talk about today, and this week. It's gonna be Doctor Time talking more about romance.、Uh, back to that big topic.、Um, I thought I'd start off with some real classics from the Fray. I really love the Fray. They really do know how to.、Um, they they do have a good、uh, track record of heartthrob type songs that really get to your core a little bit.、Uh, one of the ones that I really started liking,、uh, listening back to their album. Uh, was definitely when I was. I don't know any about all of you, but I tend to like going back to listen to、uh, old albums to see if they can still hold up. And this one definitely held up. They were just you know banger after banger when I listened to this album. And my favorite song,、um, not from this album, but from the album before that.、Uh, is it before that or after that? Is is this one? I really, I really dig this one. This one is. Maybe a favorite of mine. This one. I think it's the poetic way he speaks. That's why I like this song so much. And that's 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 one of the things I love about music is music is, is poetry with a mixture of, of talent using your voice and music, and it gives you such a great result such as a、uh, such as this song. Surrounded, but you have to wait. Where were you 
Where were you just a little late? You found me. You found me. Great song. Uh, I'm going to stop playing the, the fray now. But absolutely uh, think that if you're someone who loves listening to albums, definitely, definitely 100% go back and listen to some of those, some of those albums. Some, some of my listeners may not even be listening to any of these albums because <laughs> these were way before your time. But fear not, these albums are still great. And I highly recommend uh, you, you listen to them as well. But uh, today, the topic is quite a heavy one. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you're all ready for this. I don't know if you're all ready to 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 listen to the truth about something that I think all of us experience, which is heartbreak. And heartbreak is um, such a difficult topic to to get into, really, because heartbreak is a combination of so many different things that can happen between two people who care about each other so much that when it then turns into heartbreak that um, you wonder to yourself at what point at what junction did it go wrong where did it where did it all go wrong what happened what happened for such heartache to be caused and for two people who most of the time seemed fine for it to go so away and that's what that's the topic for today and I just wanted to delve into a couple different things mainly just from personal experience and also from people around me and uh, delving into some of the things that I think um, play a part in, in, in heartbreak, um, but also what to do afterwards. Um, for, for those of you who don't know, um, I went uh, through a heartbreak um, this year, um, devastated, of course. It was, it was a very tricky thing to go through um, because when it happens, when it happens to you, you never know how to react. You never know what exactly you can say to it. You can you wake up the next morning thinking, I don't know if that's just happened. And if it has, then I don't want to wake up. I'd rather just go to sleep and try to dream of a, of a better reality. <laughs> I'd rather dream of a better reality. And it's so weird to say that out loud, actually. I haven't had the chance to, to share this, actually, but... Um, for that to happen, you have to, you know, as a person, you just kind of know um, that you're you're limited. You're limited to what you can do and 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 what you can't do. And as as human beings, heartbreak is definitely something that we are not equipped to handling, because heartbreak is never meant to be easy. You're not meant to be able to um, have your heart broken so easily. And and it's different because when when you break someone's heart, I think the 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 feelings you get out of it are different to when someone breaks your heart. Because when you break someone's heart, you're mentally preparing yourself to do something that you're willing to let go of. But when someone breaks your heart, you're you're almost left in a vulnerable state because the power isn't in your hands. The power isn't in you know it's not something you can control it's it's all on them you know they've dictated the the course of action in which it will take place and at that at that point you feel you feel very much you feel very much at their mercy uh, and you feel very much like whatever they say and however they say it will lead to to the end of 
of how you feel between the two of you. And well, my heartbreak was was, was very bad. Um, I, I really felt it. Um, it wasn't the first time I'd gone through heartbreak. I've I've had my heart broken many times, uh, whether it's through friendships, um, but especially with relationships. The the first girl I ever dated, um, she, we had dinner. Uh, we we went on like it wasn't that serious really, but we went on like two dates, and then uh, <laughs> I invited her over to come and see me. She did. We had I think I cooked her fish or something, and I, when I cooked her fish. She, uh, it seemed like all was fine. We played a board game and that was it. And then as she was going out, she just said, um, I actually don't want to see you again. And I was like, oh, okay. And gutted. I was so gutted. Although I kind of had the feeling that it was not going to work out. But at the time it was gutting. And that's the difficulty about heartbreak is I feel like heartbreak is mainly used by those who receive that message. Right? Is that fair to say? Is that fair to say? Is that fair to say? It's almost like uh, when you go to a trial and when you see everyone who's being represented, the first person you feel sorry for is always the victim. It's always a person who's been wronged, not the person who's done wrong, right? Like you don't look at the person done wrong and immediately put your hair on them. You immediately look at the person who's uh, the victim and you go, damn, that really sucks. That person really did that. And and, 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 and from my end, uh, I can definitely tell that heartbreak was was something that I definitely wasn't ready for. <laughs> when it hap- when it happens to you and when it happens to any of us, really, you're 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 I mentioned before that you'd be in shock. You try to conjure up ways to to not make it feel real. You try to change the outcome of it. You start to wonder, is it really is it really over? Is it really the end between you and the person that you say is you know uh, really really close to you is 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 this it is this how is this how you know this beautiful house falls apart or was it a house made on sand and so I think heartbreak is is one thing that if you're someone who hasn't gone through it is is helpful and the reason why I say it's helpful is I think heartbreak is necessary. There's I find it difficult to think that people can go through life with a perfect straight line, right? Like you can't just waltz through life. You can't just fall in love and then everything falls into place and there's never any problems. There's never um, any turmoil. There's just nothing but peace, right? This is this is reality. And with reality means that some people change their minds. And when some people change their minds for uh, the reasons that they choose to, you know, the first thing you've got to do is to be able to respect it. You know, I, I know with the with the person I was with, um, I had you know it was hard to um, accept that things had ended. But at the same time, I also knew that I had to respect them because that's what that was their choice. They chose to do this, and they chose knowing that this would give them peace. And in some ways, by ending it, they also know that they're going to give you peace. And the reason why it can help you grow is primarily with that function in mind is you start to learn more about yourself and about the kind of person that you are. You learn what you gave and what you didn't give. You learn about what they gave and what they didn't give. And you start to learn off what things to look out for and what things to look for in a person. Now, one of my traits as 
<laughs> as a person is. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I will tell you things like it is. I'm not going to hide my feelings or my thoughts, whatever. I never keep anything uh, and anything hidden. And the reason why, really, I, I never do that is, you know, for, for someone like myself, you know, I, I'm a Christian and I truly believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And for me, because of my belief and because of, of, of the truth that I see in that, I find no reason to ever hide that side of me to, 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 to people and to ever try to keep it coy or keep it on the down low. And so for, for any relationship, whether it's friendship or whatever, I never try to hide how I care about people or how I feel about them, really, and, and, be, and being honest because honesty is, is very important. Uh, in any in any context, you don't want someone who is going to reveal something to you later on that's going to shock you or make you feel like, wow, I, I didn't know this about you, and, I, and I'm a close friend. And when you receive a heartbreak, uh, when you receive that news that reminds you that maybe may, maybe there's something wrong with you, right? That's that's the outcome of heartbreak. Is it it, it changes you a little bit. And that change is one you can use to adapt to be a better person, or you can use it to adapt to continuing to wallow in, in, in your sorrows. And, you know, for everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season for it, right? In moments like that, heartbreak is one that can completely throw you off course. I was thrown off course when it happened. I had no idea, I didn't know how to react. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do when. The person you love the most tells you they don't want to be with you anymore, right? You you can only start to acknowledge it as time passes. And slowly you start to see the light. And then the darkness creeps in. And then the light sneaks up out again. And then the darkness seeps in. But one thing you can do is change. I was at work, actually, and someone uh, someone asked me about, about, about my relationship and I actually had uh, I actually hadn't told them yet, and uh, when I told them, they were shocked because they they did they didn't have any idea that it happened. I didn't show any signs that um, that it had, and that's something that's very important. I think when when people go through heartbreak is, you know, when you when you want to grow as a person, something that's important is never changing who you are and the kind of person that you are, especially if you're someone who is. Um, a bit more eccentric or a bit more uh, outlandish or a bit more, uh, you know, talkative and always try to tries to bring a smile on people's faces. When you are someone who is making jokes, you know, having fun, the second you change that, everyone's going to notice. I just know when I start being quiet, people are going to be very confused. Why am I quiet? <laughs> right? Why am I not saying something? And it's not like a like a like a hidden tactic. It's not me trying to hide away in a little in a little hole or, or put myself somewhere else. It's just knowing that, you know, this has happened. You know, I have had my heart shattered, but I won't let it change me because that one person has chosen to say that what I offer isn't what they think they need in their life. And same for for yourself is if you are going through heartbreak, if there is something that is holding you back and that is making you feel like, man, I feel like I've I've lost something very important to me. Uh, whether it's a friend, a family member, that heartbreak, you know, it's 
it's it's hard to take in. It's hard to take in, and with relationships, it's it's even harder because your world is revolved around that person, right? Your world is set on that person. Um, not as your number one, obviously Christ comes first, but they they are part of your everyday. They are part of your routine, and your routine now needs to change. Your routine now needs to adapt to that um, in mind, and so for. The majority of all of us who who have experienced heartbreak, sometimes uh, we change. We become maybe more cold, maybe a bit harsher. Maybe maybe we start to to not want to trust people again, or you know to want to let anyone in because our our hearts have faced something that we have no idea as to how to open it up again. And I and I went through that and that phase where I kind of thought. Am I going to be able to open up again? Am I going to be able to let myself let someone else in? And with that heartbreak, one thing I can say, uh, one thing I can truly say uh, with confidence is it is only you setting yourself up to be better. Is that heartbreak is setting you up to be better. You are going to be better for it and you are going to grow from it. Whatever comes next is going to be better. Now, there are plenty of, you know, relationships where, you know, people break up, they get back together or whatever whatever it may be. But the most important thing is anytime that heartbreak happens, right, is it's not for you to immediately say, now it's time to, to, to think about fixing that person who, who ended it or fixing the thing that I ended, right? It's also about thinking to yourself, what can I do now? What can I set myself to do whilst I'm in this almost pit of all these emotions running over me? Because when two people really do care for each other, the person who said the other thing, you know, they they probably have questions and doubts of why they did it. But the only thing you can do as someone who has received that is to never change who you are. And to always cling to the thing that is most important. And in my case, it's, it's, it's the Lord, it's his word. It's, it's ensuring that when I go to work, I still have a smile on my face. It's to ensure that when, you know, when I'm with my friends, when I'm with my family, uh, my attitude is still the same. You know, I'm not ignoring people or trying to turn away from the whole world. And heart, you know, having someone tell you, you know that they don't want to be with you, especially in a in a in a manner that um, maybe you think is is, is absolutely crushing. <laughs> uh, it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to change. It doesn't mean that you can't keep smiling. It doesn't mean that you can't keep having the most positive outlook in life. It doesn't mean you can't keep praying or you can't you know keep going out and having fun with your friends. You can't play video games, you can't go to church, when you let that heartbreak cripple you to that point, you may have to ask yourself, how much were you really investing into this relationship? How much were you putting towards this one thing, right? And with heartbreak, I completely understand, man. You don't know how to react. The reaction of what happens when your heart is broken will never be clear-cut. But the one thing you cannot let it do is let it completely change the person that you are, 
right? You can't let it change who you are, the good values that you have as a person. You can't stop being funny. You can't just stop, you know, being caring to your your colleagues, to your friends. You can't just shut the world out uh, in that kind of manner. When you do that, you're you're asking yourself to only get worse. <laughs> you're letting more pain befall upon your heart when actually you could do the opposite. You could celebrate life. You could go outside. You could play more sports. You can find things that you didn't know about yourself more so. You can pick up a book. You can read. You can finally get to do that one thing you didn't get the chance to do because you had no time to do so. You can pick up so many things because heartbreak shouldn't always be the ending. It, it never should be. It should never feel like once your heart is broken, this is the end. It should never feel like once your heart is broken that this is the end of your world, that that's the last thing that should ever happen to you. Like you shouldn't get um, that you shouldn't get what you're what you're wishing to get um, out of your 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 goals and your career. You shouldn't let a heartbreak do that to you. You shouldn't let a heartbreak make your world just suddenly stop. Let that heartbreak open up new doors. Let it open up a new challenge for you. Let it open up something that you haven't had the chance to do yet, but now you can. You wanted to go to the gym more? Boom, go to the gym more. You wanted to paint more? Boom, paint more. You wanted to start that new business? Boom, start that new business. You wanted to start a podcast? Boom, you can start a podcast. And there you go. And you've let yourself start doing more than you ever did before. Because even though a heartbreak is challenging and it's hard, and it'll be different for every person. Like, trust me, if you had asked me these questions, you know, in the early phases of the heartbreak, I would have been, you know, telling you uh, this is not real, this is not happening, and I am definitely uh, going to try and win them back. But now with time as it's passed on uh, and you get a sense of, you know, your own personal growth and closure in your, in, in your own mind, you start to realize that your world and your life is still ahead of you. I'm only, what, I'm, I'm only 23. <laughs> I'm still very young. And some of my listeners may be older or younger. But whatever, whenever that heartbreak happens, you still have a whole life ahead of you. Like if someone told me that, you know, my life is going to end when I'm 45 years old, right? I still have 22 years. That's, that's a long time. That's two decades. That's, what, 22 more iPhones to be released? <laughs> By then, we'll probably have 6G or 7G or whatever G we have at that time. Uh, maybe there'll be just the G, like the G-Force, uh, Hey. Don't trademark that, okay? Don't trademark that. But just keep your head up high. Heartbreak is hard. It'll always be hard. And it's never meant to be easy. Uh, it's, it's, it's not meant to be. It's messy. It's, it's, it's dirty. And maybe one day I'll talk about, you know, the opposite aspect, the, the other side of someone who, you know, breaks someone's heart. Um, but I've never experienced that myself. So I wouldn't be able to truly um, be able to, to speak from experience but as someone who has had their heart broken multiple times um, and has had to uh, maybe not as not as cruel or as uh, as powerful as uh, the most recent one I've had, 
Um, but as someone who has experienced um, being told maybe, you know, no, uh, is, uh, is, is, is hard, is hard. And I can sympathize with everyone to do so. As, as you can see, I'm, <laughs> I'm losing my words because I don't know what to say. Um, and for anyone who, you know, who is the person who is having to, to end a relationship, you know, understand, one thing I can say is understand that the choice you made was a choice that you felt was right. But the choice you made doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's going to be easy for the person that you told it to, to be receptive of it. And they're going to find it hard to be receptive of it, given the challenge of not being in a position where they feel they can. But that was a tough first topic. That was a long one. Hopefully not too long. <laughs> I want to run, run through a couple of the other points uh, that I had. I've had to isolate for the last couple. I'm going to have to isolate for the last for the next 10 days. I was supposed to be in work. I was going to be on the podcast today telling you all about what it felt like to have customers with no masks. And I can't. I can't tell you any of that because I'm having to isolate for 10 days. And it's not, it's not a bad thing, to be honest. If anything, I dodged a massive bullet. Um, so long story short, someone in my condo um, got it. And so I have to isolate. Uh, until further notice, and don't worry, I've tested negative for 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 or for tests and everything else. But uh, that means I just have to wait uh, for a little bit longer before I can truly experience what it's like to have customers and no masks. I mean, I'll be back probably at work next week for like two days, and I have a week off. So I'm not sure when that will be. But so the next podcast will probably be me talking about my experience having to isolate in my house. We'll see how that uh, how that goes. Um yeah, I was able to actually watch Moana and Raya because of it today. Um, I was able to watch those two films back to back, both really, really good. I did like Raya more uh, because the theme of the film was a lot better. Uh, for anyone who has not seen it yet, I highly recommend you do. At this point, you know, for me, if you don't have Disney, Amazon, and and, and Netflix, I, I don't know what you're watching. What are you? What are you doing? You know, TV's dead. Those are the only three you need, and they'll cost you about $30, $30 a month. Like, you know, it's it, it's simple. And also the best TV show is about to come back, which is Ted Lasso, which I'll talk about next week as my main TV show to talk about. But uh, I highly recommend uh, uh, watching Raya. Um, the theme of trust is pretty much the entirety of, of that film, which kind of plays with um, uh, the topic of heartbreak I was mentioning before. And how that trust can easily be broken because of what one person says. And this film does an excellent, excellent job of it. I've not seen a film really have trust be so fundamental to its plot throughout the entirety of it. And this film does a fantastic job of truly illustrating the impact of what happens when trust is chucked out the window. And Moana is fantastic because it is about seeking your purpose and seeking what you feel you've been called to do. And as a Christian, I can truly relate to that. <laughs> and so um, really great films. I gave Moana an eight and I got a lot of pushback <laughs> for only giving it an eight. <laughs> I was told it was a solid 10. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know what's happening over the last couple of years, but I don't know why an 8 out of 10 is a bad score. An 8 out of 10 is a really good score. An 8 out of 10? If someone told me that if I made a film and it was 8 out of 10, 
I would go to the bank, smile away, and be happy for the rest of my life. Because an 8 out of 10 is a very solid, solid number. Like, 9 out of 10 means it was just shy of perfection. A 10 out of 10 means it was a masterpiece. And the film Moana was great, but let's not get carried away. It's not a masterpiece. Would I put in the same bracket as Toy Story 1, 2, and 3? No. Am I going to put in the same bracket as Shrek 1 and Shrek 2? No, it's not a masterpiece. Am I going to put it in the same bracket as Spider-Man 2 by Sam Raimi? Mm, let's not get carried away. Can I put in the same bracket as The Godfather? No, let's not get carried away. And can I put it in the 9 out of 10 range where we get into the, you know, let's say films like Apocahontas or uh, films like Mulan. Can we really be able to... To, to to put in that same racket no of course not we can't we can't be we can't do that we can't get carried away we can't get carried away so that's 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 my two cents on it uh hopefully if you haven't seen moana yet i highly recommend it even though it's on it's been on disney plus for like ages now and i just haven't seen it i don't know why my friend gave me the dvd once i i i watched clips of it but i didn't watch the whole thing i do not know why uh, but i finally watched it and now i really like the song what can i say except you're welcome. Dun, 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 Love that song. Stuck in my head. And Ryan the Last Dragon, the action sequences were amazing. To end off the little film slash TV talk, finally finished Haunting of Hill House. Fantastic show. I think by the end, uh, the series does a really great job of recapping it. I did think it was a little too long. Uh, the last episode did have a reveal with one of the characters. I felt a bit shoehorned, um, which I was kind of like, I felt a bit like they just wanted to have a little extra thing for this character that was absolutely unnecessary. Uh, so I was kind of not too happy with that. But overall, the show is, I think, a solid 7.5 uh, for me. I really love the way it's, it deals with uh, mental trauma and the questioning of... Uh, the psyche of how tragedy can affect a family's relationship, not just amongst themselves, but with the people that they care for as well. And mental, you know, and and, and, and mental health is very important over the last couple of years with people really realizing how important it is to to take care of your mental health. I think there's been instances where it's taken a bit too far. I think some people tend to put too much emphasis on mental health to the point where people are now searching for for reasons that they're not mentally stable but as well I think it's important to 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 tell it in a in a way that is tasteful and also very very um honest and real and the way they do it in the show is very well done uh, the difference between haunting and haunting of hill house and 13 reasons why is very drastic i think 13 reasons why is the extreme of mental health where it tries too hard and then you have haunting hill house where it's a bit more sophisticated with it i did think you know it didn't have to be 10 episodes i think a good eight episodes would have been a little bit better a little bit tighter um because some of the storylines were a bit draggy and a bit slow um, but episode nine was my favorite uh when you watch episode nine and ten were definitely my favorite episodes uh just because of what they achieve um in in that in, in that time frame uh, so highly recommend you to watch uh, haunting hill house if you're up for a semi-horror semi-psychological more psychological horror drama 
especially with the family. And Loki, the last episode was amazing. What a cliffhanger, right? What a cliffhanger to end on. I won't spoil it. I'll try to keep it as hush-hush as possible. But wow, Marvel, you do not disappoint. You have not disappointed ever since you started making WandaVision. I mean, the last episodes of WandaVision and Cap and the Window uh, and Falcon and the Window Soldier weren't the best, but overall solid. They weren't terrible. They weren't Game of Thrones terrible level, but they also weren't great. <laughs> but the Loki one, I think, is better because of what it's setting up and because of the stakes that they are setting up in the show uh, itself as well. So kudos to Marvel. Kudos to the screenwriter who um, put it all together, her, her pitch for it. I was following a story online and it was absolutely amazing to see her go from from that to, to, to something else. And because of that, um, I was really just happy to see it uh, do so well. Uh, the show has an amazing theme song. I don't know if anyone's... Uh, listen to it but it's it's a really great it's a it's a really great um it's a really great show anyway guys before we finish off this song by Dwayne Johnson <laughs> okay okay amazing I see what's happening. it's going to be on loop for me for for a long time now and I can see why every every kid loves the song and why everyone likes talking about it now um, but thank you for listening to the podcast. Absolutely grateful for everyone listening week to week. More and more is to come. I was actually going to have a guest this week, but I'm going to have to postpone that for the next two weeks. Uh, but we'll figure something out. But for the meantime, stay safe. I know there's no masks anymore. Uh, so it might be asking a lot, but stay safe, everyone. Hopefully everyone survives. Keep it up. And I'll see you all next week. What can I say except you're welcome? It's been the 543 Podcast. I will see you all later. Keep smiling. The sunshine outside. Keep smiling, everyone. Enjoy your days. It's been Ty. I could keep going on here and staying in the vibe, but I'll love you all and leave you. Take care. Bye. Uh, okay, I'm going to keep you going. <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. Da 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 da
<laughs> Take care. Bye.